Hello there, ghosts and ghoulies. I'm here to talk to you about one of our lovely sponsors on the Four-Eyed Radio Network, Revenge Lover. Stand out from the crowd. For samples and inquiries, please visit revengelover.com. Mention you heard it on the 4i Radio Network to receive 10% off your order. <laughs> now enjoy the rest of the program. <laughs> Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. I am Steve-O. And I'm Anna. And we are back with friends of the show, family members of the show, people who probably, if I had a vagina, they came out of the show at this point. <laughs> uh, it is the geeks who eat, Sarah and Matthew Stubbs. How are you guys? Hello. Doing fantastic. Awesome. So uh, we actually just, uh, we're recording late, of course, if it, this goes out on time, you kids won't know the difference, but we are recording on uh, 4th of July. Um, it's a jam-packed episode. We just saw, uh, thanks to, again, people, enter their contest. It's not hard to do. You just enter, anytime the geeks, who, follow them. You just follow the geeks who eat, and they post these contests. You get to see movies before other people get to see them. So we got to see the first Purge, which we'll talk about towards the end of the show. Which I still feel like is a misleading name, because if you say the first purge, like, if you're like, oh, yeah, I saw the first purge, and they're like, you saw the movie, the first purge, or you saw the first purge movie? It's very, yeah, anyway. So I will have to say this. I just get confused. <laughs> no, no, you're good. I have to say this. So everybody who put it on and everything, that it was really cool, because we were able to go down, and you got a t-shirt, I yes. got one of the hats. They ran out of posters, which... Really? Yeah, which kind of sucked. I think I can I can hook that up because like I think I have a box of them that they sent us. Perfect. Ooh. Because so, I guess yeah. with, with having the new place and having open space and actually be able to hang some stuff. You I was need like, posters? I was like, I got you covered. I'm like, I want to hang some posters, but it's like, oh, I didn't get a poster. I have boxes of posters, like <laughs> boxes. <laughs> so much swag. No, we have perfect. all the swag. So much movie swag. No, perfect. Well. Yeah, no, I'll, I, I, yeah, just tell me what you got, and I'll be like, oh, I want that. Yeah, I, I know we that. have, like, a that. smaller version of the Annabelle Creations yeah, poster. A, yeah, we have somewhere. to figure out, like, a wall we want to start putting, uh, like, horror-themed horror stuff. Yeah, I don't I, know if I still have Annabelle. I don't know if we got Annabelle posters. We so must which, have. Which, which poster size do you guys like better? Because they have the, the small posters, um, and then they I, have, like, the full-size posters. I love full-size posters, but, of course, obviously they take up, you know, more wall space. I do like the small ones, though, too. Because you can kind of group them together and yeah, I kind of like, like the that, smaller so. posters. What's the appropriate size on? frame for one of the small ones? We were we were yeah. having this discussion and we couldn't really figure it out. Like that's a good question because I don't even know. Because there's a I have a bunch of posters that uh, I've had up before, but now I like I want to put them in really nice like actually yeah. frame them. Once so. once you hit thirty, you really can't like tack posters to your wall anymore. Like it just isn't classy. It's like just tacking. you can you can you can put oh, sorry. like. Whatever poster you want on your wall, and it's fine as long as it's in a frame. But the second you like, you like put it up using like poster putty or tax or something. It's like, oh well, you must be still in college. Yeah, it's huh? like, what are you eighteen? It's like, 
Yeah. Your heart. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe because it's expensive to. Right? It cost us. We have a, a vintage Exorcist poster that we got at San Diego Comic Con. It cost us more to get it framed than the poster cost, and the poster wasn't cheap. Yeah. So, like, I mean, we paid. I want to say, like, I think the the poster was like two hundred because we got a good deal. And was it too bad? Then, yeah, you so. know, we we had to have the frame custom made. Yeah. Because, of course, 1970s movie posters were an inch too long. <laughs> and you can't cut a vintage movie poster because that's not what you do. Yeah, I know. And it ended up costing, like, $300 for this frame that they ended up having to fix three times because... Like, every time we went in there, I was like, this looks like crap. I just paid $300 for this. Absolutely not. Like, the first time the joints were, like, uneven and you could see it. And I'm like, are you kidding me? You thought this was okay to, like, show me? (laughs) And then, so, because they even, like, they were like, well, we noticed this thing, but if it's okay with you, you know, we'll... It's fun, and I'm like, no, like, it's not okay. It's not okay. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. $300. Not three fucking hundred dollars. Okay. Yeah, if I paid twenty bucks for this frame, yeah, sure, then I'll take it and be done. But three hundred, no. And then we we get go the second time because they call us and they're like, oh, it's back inside the poster because of its age. They didn't want to heat mount it. Oh yeah. And so, hello. No, you're good. Yeah, you're good. Okay. I no. I... Yeah, no. I. Is it still? Is it doing that stupid thing where it's actually picking her up? Yeah, it's, it's picking her up. But it's just like no one's hearing it. Yeah, you're good. That's weird. Oh no, there I am. Yeah, there you go. There I am. Sorry about that. We're back. That's why I'm just going to say, please, guys, go to the Sasquatch.net, click on that Amazon banner, and fucking shop because I'm pretty. You guys sure... should set up a Patreon. No, we're not no. doing that. Why not? Because I don't know. I just don't. I'm not going to make people pay to listen to this show. No, they don't have to pay to listen. They pay to like have extra perks, so you could do like bonus episodes. I I don't have time for perks. (laughs) I barely have time for. Dang. Mm. Yeah, we're we people tell tell us we need to start a Patreon. Which see, see, I could totally see you guys doing it because you guys have a lot more stuff to offer. Like, because now, but it's work, and we hardly have time. Like you said, with no time for us, we just have no time. Like we barely we. We don't even have time to, like, do the content we want to do, much less the content we have to do. Like, that's why, like, half of our stuff was, like, it's all the movie giveaways right now because we just don't have time to, like, fill in that gap with other stuff because of the cookbook. Yeah, no, yeah, so. (laughs) And speaking of the cookbook. Speaking of the cookbook. uh, Food over tonight for us to try after you did some of your shoots, which was Freaking delicious! Yeah, one of way. those is one of those is actually going. One of those was a cookbook recipe, but is actually going to be on Shutter. We can't tell you which one because you're going to have to wait till next week. And um, so, one of those was actually supposed to be a cookbook recipe, like a cookbook exclusive. But then, when you know, we were given the list of the movie marathon stuff in advance because obviously they wanted us to do recipes. Yes. And so, I can't tell you. I can't talk about which you know, movies are on their lineup yet because they haven't fully announced their lineup. But, you know, two of them were like, oh, we already had recipe ideas for this. So <laughs> we, we we got, like, double duty out of it. And we're like, yes! <laughs> Maybe now's a good time to talk about uh, Shudder's uh, Friday the 13th. Yes. Um, yes. We did actually talk about it a little bit on last week's show, but that was just pretty much what they released to the public. So go ahead and fill us in with anything that we probably don't know. Because I think we only talked about, like, three movies. Which which three have they announced? They announced Basket Case. Okay. They announced, um, oh, we were just talking about Sleepaway Camp. Okay. 
And what was the third one? They're all great B-like horror movies, too. I'm trying to remember what the... Oh, shit. Sorry, I'm not going to be helpful in this respect. I can't remember shit. Yeah, I'm trying to yeah, remember they what didn't, the third they didn't one tell, They didn't tell us which ones they've announced. They, they're just like, don't, if, don't give away the lineup. We, there's some movies that are a surprise, and then some aren't. So, <laughs> oh, shit. Well, I'm trying to remember. They were like really, and I, I was like, oh yeah, these are good ones. Yeah, fuck. I can't remember what the third one was. So, are you guys gonna, you guys gonna get Shutter and try to I watch? I almost thought about doing that. They do a life. seven day trial. Like, so realistically, okay. Here's the thing. You're already probably paying for streaming services. Can you afford three ninety nine a month? No. Oh, it's only four bucks. It's three ninety nine a month if you do twelve months at once. But if you pay monthly, it's only four ninety nine. Like this Fuck is that. this is the best <laughs> streaming service value for your buck, like ever. And they do like so much good stuff. They have, Crazy you know, the value you get. the The curated content's awesome. They even have original content. Mm-hmm. Okay. They get exclusives, like they get movie exclusives that you won't find elsewhere. Um, one of those, like, Downrange, which is a really weird movie. Like, it's it's a really interesting movie. We watched it, and I actually enjoyed it. Like, I mean, it wasn't, like, a solid five, but it was definitely worth checking out. Yeah, yeah, cool. Like, they, it wasn't, it wasn't a big budget movie at all, but they did a lot with the budget that they did have. Yeah, I would, I would definitely agree with that. And, you know, we, um, some friends of ours... Who actually also have a horror podcast? They watched what? it. They watched it on our recommendation and really enjoyed it. So it's definitely worth checking out. And they're doing all sorts of you know free trials right now. And basically, at any given time, they usually have some sort of seven day yeah. you know trial going on. And I think right now because of the uh, because of the marathon, they're trying to get a lot of people to do that. But you have to have for the marathon. Here's the word: you have to have the Shutter app. You cannot go through Amazon. Because, like, you know how you can have, like, channels through Amazon? Like, yeah, you can yeah, have yeah. HBO through Amazon. It doesn't work. It has to be the Shutter app because it's going to be on their streaming platform through it. Like, because they do, like, they have their movies, but then they also have what they call Shutter TV. Mm-hmm. And it's always, like, streaming movies. Like, it's just like a TV channel. And there's no commercials, but it's always, they're always just playing movies randomly. Oh, okay. So that's how they're doing the marathon. And so in between the movies and stuff, Joe Bob Briggs is going to be, like, doing his commentary. They're bringing the male girl, like, I don't know if you watched Monster Vision. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back, you know, on TNT. They're bringing the male girl back, like, there's going to be a new male girl. She's like, she's like this gorgeous, like, gothy porn star. She just followed us on Instagram, and I actually was, like, so excited. I was like, oh, my God, the male girl's following us. <laughs> and Joe Bob Briggs followed us, and I think I actually got slightly more excited for the male girl than I did Joe Bob Briggs, hey, which is kind of weird. But Joe Bob following us was like super cool too, and we did an interview with him, and he was totally down to earth. You tried his recipe tonight, you yeah? Can... It was very good, actually. Yeah, uh, really enjoyed it. It was uh, his was a little um, sausage like links. They are redneck mm-hmm. power bars, That's is what, yeah, what he calls redneck them. Redneck power bars, which uh, they're fucking phenomenal. Like I'm gonna destroy that thing. I'm probably taking it to work tomorrow, just devouring it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're really good, but really spicy. Yeah, it uses Yellow Bird hot sauce, which is this hot sauce company out of Austin. Ooh, and the, you can get them at Whole Foods locally. So if you're in Arizona, go to your Whole Foods in the hot sauce section. They have the habanero. We use the habanero, but okay. they also have like a jalapeno. There's a okay. serrano. There's like some. There's like a 
chipotle sriracha or something sriracha, honey sriracha. Now, I also have to say this about the Joe Bob Briggs interview is he was so cool. He was really candid. He's legit. He's just he's a cool guy. The interview questions he gave us back were just phenomenal. Yeah, so go to our site and read the interview. It's only like five questions long. That's like our standard. Yeah, no, they you know. um, they do very like. I mean, that's what I was saying. Like the geeks you eat, uh, definitely check them out on Facebook and their Twitter and Instagram and all this kind of stuff. Because, like I said, you can win movie passes. But yeah, it's not just movie passes. It's also recipes. It's drinks. It's interviews. It's getting like you know the inside stuff. Actually, I'm very curious. Did your plan go as planned? Uh, Our plan goes planned. Uh, for uh, when you were tweeting out the stuff for the first Purge recipe stuff. Uh, which plan? I don't know. You tag well. You tagged you tagged uh, Jason uh, Blum in it, so I was. Oh sure yeah! If- no! Oh no! No! Oh, I I was hoping that we could get Jason Blum to to retweet us, but sadly, I don't know that he was impressed by our chicken that was skewered with a beer butt. It's, you know, it's, thing, but... Perhaps he didn't even see it yet. It's true, you know, who knows, but we're hoping. Jason Blum, if you're listening, just retweet <laughs> me, please. Right. Hey, you never know. They have a pod... Blumhouse has a podcast. They listen to their competition, and I tag you guys in just about everything I tag them in, so they know of you. Yeah, but we're not competition. But no. No, you don't have to be competition to know. I don't, I don't think of lots of people as competition, just... You know, you when you have other people in your industry, look at them as allies, not competition. Oh, no, I I, like we've learned that like you you can do collaborations with so many cool people. And then just because you guys talk about the same thing does not mean you have the same audience, which means and also doesn't mean you have the same opinion about things. Well, and not only that, but most people don't just listen to one podcast they don't just list read one horror news outlet they don't just you know they don't go to one site for recipes like that would be ridiculous if that was the case nerdist would have taken over the world like (laughs) a year ago yeah no they're just copying my recipes are they well not lately but they have (laughs) rude Rude. rude yeah. <laughs> very rude that, that, that's i feel like that's where the line is it's yeah like, we were both just like rude <laughs> it's like okay you can listen and talk about the same stuff but the second you copy my recipe well it's not even that they copied it like ver- like identically they copied it and did a crappier job which is insulting like i'm like if you're gonna copy my recipe do it better than me at yeah. least take a better photo yeah, than me do, do it better take a better photo and then i will salute that that's great their photos like seriously i have friends who are not in the industry who take better cell phone photos than these people and i'm like and you guys don't want to work with me? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I mean, literally, they did a cocktail for Annihilation that was like a just about blatant ripoff of everything that ours was, except crappy. <clears throat> and the photos were literally like the cocktail on a kitchen counter. Mm. Like, not yeah. staged, nothing, just like on a counter. Like, it looked like yeah, somebody like had a-, a party and was like, oh, look at my cocktail. Boop. There's like a Formica countertop. Basically, what you're just telling me is that Nerdist Nerdist is taking pictures like I take pictures when you guys make cocktails here. I'm like, blink. So technically, I could work for the Nerdist. All right, see you guys later. Right? (laughs) Yes. I'm your new photographer. Snap, 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 snap. (laughs) What do you use it? The iPhone 7. You don't even upgrade to the 8? No. (laughs) Damn. 
<laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm still, watching too many Vine I'm videos. Still, I'm yeah. still using like the iPhone 6S, man. Hey, hey, iPhone 5S over here. So man, I wouldn't have upgraded from my fine five if I didn't have a chance. It like it it just about bricked me, and I was like, <sighs> I will upgrade. It was this one's too big. Yeah, see, that's my issue too. It's like the, they the do S phones. I like the, I like the I like the plus. Plus, but then again, I have huge fucking hands. So yeah, yeah I don't yeah, have do. huge hands. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I had to make that awkward. Anyway, you didn't make it awkward. I'm just all like, you just stated a fact, and I'm like, like, yeah, they are. I'm like, thank you for agreeing with me. <laughs> that is fact. So, anyway, Shutter. Thank you for the facts. Now back to Shutter. Yes, so Shutter. No, it's going to be the marathon's going to be super awesome. And I found out. So don't be fooled, Phoenix. It says 9 p.m. It's 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, which means we do not have to start it at 9 p.m., which I am so excited for because Mad Monster is that weekend, and we're going to Mad Monster on Saturday, and I'm pulling an all-nighter for this. Yeah, yeah. Like, I am staying up for this shit. This is Joe Bob Briggs. This is my childhood. Oh, yeah, man. Like, I have to watch this. (laughs) It is not going to not happen that I'm going to miss, like, all of it. Like, I'll be at the, you know, Mad Monster, so I'm going to miss some of it. But, dude, not happening. It's just not <laughs> happening. I'm going to be, like, walking around. I'm going to put the Shutter app on my phone and just, like, watch it from my phone. That would be a good Stream idea. my data all day long. <laughs> <laughs> Get my phone bill and be like, what was that? Shutter. You're like, totally worth it. <laughs> but, Matthew's uh, like, no. <laughs> I'll just do it on his phone. He has cheaper data. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> I'll just do it on my phone because I have unlimited. Mm-hmm. He had unlimited, and then he t- he switched from T-Mobile to Project Fee. What? Yeah. I don't want to give them any props or anything like that, but I'm really intrigued. What the fuck is this? Because this is the first time I've heard this. It's, oh, it's Google's phone. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah, because they did the Pixel. Yeah, that's that's a, it's basically you have to have one of those phones. Oh, you have to have one of those. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Right. So <clears throat> they like jammed together the services of several carriers so it's, it's mostly like you have T-Mobile <laughs> cool, cool. so what about, what about you guys good, you, uh, good, I know you guys have been you okay. were talking to me because I was asking when you guys want to come back on to uh, SAS and you're like we well, can only come on this Friday and I'm like fuck I, I have guests I have a guest so um, but you guys seem you guys are going to be very busy during July. Where is there anything you can talk about that's coming up that you're allowed to talk about, and then the things um, that we have to mostly the future teasers. Mostly, we've got like you know we've got the shutter stuff going on right now. We've got um, Mad Monster. We're going to be at. We're not we're not attending like as guests or anything. We're just going yeah, yeah, you know yeah. as peasants and peasants and. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go glad hand celebrities. Don't get me wrong. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go hustle. There's no. There's no doubt. Um, then we well, have. You would be like, hey, look, I'm I'm hustling this new. You know, I have this uh, blog and everything. I mean, like Will Wheaton. You know, he uh, he endorses <laughs> See, I'm like, it. And I'm then, like, and then I'm you like, just sit there and be like, well, well, you don't have to even <laughs> say anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that'll... and he won't be there to defend himself. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so then on the twenty first. We are co-hosting a dive-in party with Matthew's sister. It's Jaws. I sent you guys the Facebook invite. It's a pool party, like dive-in. So you watch the movie from the pool. Ooh! So that's Saturday. Jaws shirt. Oh, I just wore it because I liked it. (laughs) 
I like this. No, shirt. they're smart. They, like you, you at least have that shirt now and everything like that. But everyone else wears like a kind of almost horror themed thing when they come on the show, which I I really appreciate. Me on the other hand, I have hardly any fucking horror shirts, so I'm like, it's hard. They don't I'm sell like, a Captain lot of America: Civil War. That was a horror movie, right? <laughs> it was to me. Shit went down. It was scary. Finding good horror shirts is hard, though. I don't really have an issue with it. It's just since I can't really wear horror shirts around the majority of my family, it's kind of hard because I'm like, oh, I should wear that. No, I can't. So <laughs> I have like three Cthulhu shirts, and now I have this one, which is the the first purge, which has the American flag on it. And then I have How patriotic of you. I know. I know. Um, right? Fourth of July. That's exactly why I wore it. Actually, <laughs> I'm scared to wear my hat. I'm afraid I'm going to get my ass kicked. Why? Well, people are going to ask you to leave. Yeah, people are going to, like, make me leave the restaurant or something because they're going to think that it's, like, a, a MAGA, sh- like, a MAGA hat. What does the hat say? Oh, just the first a, purge. Just as a first oh. purge. But, it's like but, the, but it looks like the Amer- Make Mer- America Great Again. Oh. I'm going to wear it and just be all like, look, we're kind of trying to do the first purge. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be huge. It's going to be the greatest purge I've ever seen. Can we purge him? No, you can't <laughs> purge me. No, no one can. I'm the best purger. It's ever purged the entire purge world a purgery. I could literally, <laughs> yeah, he's a good purger. <laughs> That's about it. But yeah, so we've got that party. So you guys are welcome to come. I sent Ooh, you the Facebook invite. Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely check that out. Um, and then we are going to Midsummer Scream Ooh. in Long Beach mm-hmm. at the end of the month. And somewhere in there, we're going to celebrate our birthdays and. <laughs> When oh, are you, you guys are you guys are in July too? Yeah, July sixteenth and twenty seventh. Yep. Oh, nice. Cancer and Leo. Yeah, thirtieth. Air five. And then Matthew Renfro, of course, from socially awkward. He's uh, August first. Wow. So we're wow. Let's get along. Our, our parents yeah. were all doing it like at the same time. I know. Isn't that weird? <laughs> 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 Now that we've all I've seen had that, that horror. I've already seen that. So. Speaking yeah. of horror. <laughs> yeah. There, yeah, there so, is some freaky business going and on then in October. Just getting that cookbook like done. We've been we've been so behind because the shutter like gig came up and we didn't we didn't expect it to happen. And so we were kinda like, okay, well moving on with our cookbook, let's let's launch let's decide to launch the cookbook. And then they came back to us and they're like, Yeah, we're interested in this project and we're like Oh, <laughs> I, I'm I'm listening, <laughs> and then we're like, we're supposed to be, we're like talking about ourselves. We're, like, we're supposed to be working on the cookbook. And we're like, but it's Shutter. Yeah, actually, Shutter does really intrigue me now. After you guys, pretty much, you guys should be probably unofficial. And, no, you and guys we should be like, men, honestly, uh, hand, like hand up, honest to God, we are not getting paid a dime for any of this. Like this is all like a labor of love. Like we full-on support Shutter. We want them to, like, succeed. We want to support the horror industry. Like, this is so... Streaming channels like Shutter give, you know, creators an outlet to get their movie out there without necessarily having to pay the exorbitant fees of, you know, making their Blu-rays and this, that, and the yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, we really want to support Shutter and what they're doing for the community. Now, they're not. I'm trying to remember. Uh, they're are they associated or are they? With they're owned the, by AMC. Okay. No, I was wondering if they uh, Crypt TV. 
I don't think so. I think Crypt TV is something else. It's something else. Okay. That's there's there's a couple other streaming horror sites, but they're like the free ones that have like commercials in the middle yeah, of the yeah, movie, yeah. which is kind of weird and jarring, and I hate well, that for horror. It brings but... you back. Well, I just realized with the, when you see the commercials again and stuff like that, you're kind of like, all right, this kind of brings you back to actually having. Like, 1995. Yeah, sitting there <laughs> and actually watching like Monster Vision. I wish time. like, and I like they're, they're touting the last drive-in as Joe Bob's like last hurrah. And I'm really hoping that they see that this is successful and bring him back. Like, I would love for Shudder to do, like, a streaming service they, with that. If they were to do a streaming service with that, and they were, and he were to do a weekly show then, like, every Saturday night. Exactly, uh, like, like episode, Monster Vision. Like whether the, the episode drops or you have to watch it live or whatever it is or that kind of thing. But that would be a great thing to bring that back because I was on her on uh, last week's show, I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember Jim Bob with all that stuff because it was great because he would literally tell you in the movie, be like, well, there's about four, deta- you know, decapitations. And yeah, this. he would do, he would do would the drive-in like, totals at the he'd end. He'd be like, there's three, like, booby shots, but you're not going to be able to see them because we're on basic cable. Like, he would always <laughs> be like, you know, that kind of thing. And I always kind of like how he would give you those kind of facts during. You know, Sven you had... still on. Huh? Sven Gulli's still on. Oh, really? You know? On, like, Channel 8. Or something, it's like public access, or it's like whatever the public, it's not PBS though, I don't think, it's public access. Okay. It's something low channel, because we were able to watch it in a hotel room. It's probably like three or five or something weird like that. Something like, I I don't know what channel it was. I think our, I think our. Are you sure it wasn't channel X? What? No. So no. Like uh, <laughs> I don't know. If there's dead silence. I, 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 don't there. Sorry, I, I don't know if there's an inside joke. You can't. That, or... You can't see it, folks. But Matthew is blushing <laughs> a little bit. I wasn't sure but if that yeah, was a no, sunburn. I, I do agree with that. I hope. I hope. And I always support like things that I'm not. We're not associated with. Like I will tell you. Like we were talking about. Uh, when people were asking about, like, the loot crates and everything, that, like, what's a good box to get and stuff like that. And I clearly saw, like, you know, Loot Crate stepped up their game and did really good stuff compared to, you know, Nerd Block. And, of course, that's why Nerd Block went bankrupt yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But there's also, like, the Funko boxes, I noticed. I got radical swag until, like, they're, they were trying to phasing out them shipping it to you. Now you can get it on Amazon. And so far, they have only the Marvel Funko box. They have they them at get. Hot Topic too. I just okay, saw so they, they are doing. They that. did a Crunchyroll, like which is the anime yeah, streaming yeah, yeah. channel. They have a Crunchyroll like Funko okay. box because they. So did. they're starting to do like these like mystery boxes. But what's dumb is if you go to hottopic.com, you can see what's in it. It's not a mystery, and it's the same in every box. Yeah, I, I noticed that. I was like, I, that's dumb. I bought, I bought the Rick and Morty. Uh, it was like the Mr. Meesey box, the thing. So I got Ooh. some cool stuff in it. But it gave you, like, the Rick, uh, young Rick, where he's like, I, I used to wear blue pants um, <laughs> uh, kind of thing. So, uh, but, yeah, when I went to, like, Hot Topic for the holidays after I got that, I was like, oh, they show you everything that's in it. Oh, they're all not different. I'm glad I didn't, like, be like, I'm buying eight of them, you know, and then go home <laughs> going, I've got three of them that are the same right now. i got five more <laughs> boxes to open. Kind of hoping they're all the same. Um, Christmas present. Yeah. <laughs> Every, you get a Rick and Morty box. You yeah, get you a Rick, Rick and Morty, Morty box. box. We oh, have a Rick and Morty box. <laughs> well, some people would be like, I don't want this. And you're like, well, it. shut up. Be like, grateful. Damn it, Eric. Fucking take it. You get what you get. You'll take it and you'll be grateful. But yeah. But yeah, no. So, like, when people do endorse stuff, like, I, I, to me, like, to be like, no, I really like this product. And other people shudder with the... I know that they're really, like, pushing this as the last drive-in and all that, but I'm really, really, really hoping 
that they're going to try to utilize their, like, live streaming to try to get him to do some of this stuff. Because I think, like, he, one of the questions we asked him in our interview is, like, do you see, like, do you think that, like, Shutter, like, streaming services like Shutter and stuff are going to see, like, a resurgence in the horror host? And he seems to think that it will. Like, he's saying that, like, you know, rather than being guided by, like, a, a faceless user menu, people would enjoy being, like, guided by a horror host and, like, all of those campy-like things. And so hopefully we'll see, like, a resurgence of that. And, you know, I w- it would be so cool if, like, Elvira came back to doing it. But I think she's just getting, you know, too old. Uh, yeah, yeah. But that w- it would be cool, like, to see all those kind of, like, things come back. That's why I actually, like... I love that kind of stuff because my favorite thing was the, uh, what was it, um, in, in Gremlins 2. A lot of people don't, you know, it's completely different from the first one, you know, because it's a little campy and everything that I enjoy. It. But the best part about it is, of course, you have Grandpa from uh, Monsters, you know, and he <laughs> has his own, like, you know, horror movie thing that he does, like his Count, you know, things, some of that. And I thought that was kind of cool. And it's like, yeah, you don't see that anymore with this day and age. Like, there's a there's a generation out there that has no idea about these min, like these late night movie. Yeah, marathons. nobody nobody has to like or because... movie marathons for even that matter. Because a lot of people are like, fuck, I can do a movie marathon on my own on Netflix. But like, actually sitting down and watching something, yeah, or back like... to back to back, be like, oh, Monster Fest. It was just going to be a whole bunch of Godzilla movies, or you know, Man, a whole I bunch remember of, like, like that kind of shit. I remember staying up so late as a kid watching TNT Monster Vision. Yeah. And then, like, you stayed up because it was always, like, two movies. And so you always watched, like, and it used to start around, like, nine-ish. So when it finished at, like, you know, one or two in the morning, there was always two episodes of Tales from the Crypt. And so you stayed up to watch Tales from the Crypt because, yeah, you stay up to watch Tales from the Crypt. And so, like, that's just how I grew up. Like, I just remember watching so many movies that way. And Yeah, and it's funny because I always remembered it being, like, when you're young enough... Like, you're not driving yet. Yeah, we were probably, because you're my age, so, and it was, like, the late 90s, so it was, like, middle school. Yeah, it had to be, yeah, middle school, where it's, like, you're at the age where, like, you can go out for a little bit, but you had to be home by a certain time, but if you had a TV in your room, your parents were, like, look, if you keep it down, exactly, you'd literally just be sitting in bed and then just watching, like, Mm -hmm. this stuff. It was, like, the best thing in the world. See, I didn't really have that luxury, so a lot of times, like, we would be watching it, and, like, we'd have to go to bed, and so, like, I think it was probably like five or six years before i finally saw the end of jaws so i'd always see like (laughs) to the point where like right before the one dude gets eaten and i would never like see like that part or kind of beyond that point so it took me forever to actually see how the movie ended man they didn't they didn't even let you stay up the last like 10 minutes because that's not very (laughs) yeah i see like the first like hour and a half and they'd be like all right bedtime i'm like shit (laughs) but but what 15 minutes. Actually, back in the, in the day, I couldn't swear, so I'd be like, rats. But <laughs> Gosh darn it. <laughs> Colin, darn it. Yeah, Matthew didn't grow up with Corn. a TV in his room either, did you? <laughs> no, I, I did not. How did you? Oh, you played on your computer. That's why you're a computer gamer, because you didn't have a TV. You didn't have a console in your room. And that's why I read books. Yeah, that's I the thing. I, I, didn't have a, I didn't have a yeah <laughs> computer in my room, but yeah, consoles... But that was like Super Nintendo 8. Yeah, but that would be the thing. You'd you'd play your games for a bit, but or even if you're just having a sleepover. You knew it was Saturday. You're like, fuck yeah, we'll watch some movies. And yeah, you know, you watch monster and you, movies. And you know, you'd watch some bad movies, but then you'd watch some ones that are like they when they started playing like some actual like horror movies where it was like Hell Ra- Even though like Hellraiser stuff was on TV at that certain age, you'd be like, oh, that's fucked up. 
You know, it was always, I remember one time, and it wasn't on, it was probably on TNT, or maybe it was TBS, but they were showing Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight, and there's a part where Billy Zane cusses or something. Oh, no, it was sci-fi, I remember now. And back when sci-fi showed, like, sci-fi movies and horror movies. Yeah. And not Sharknado. Um, (laughs) And he says something, and he's swearing, but he goes, you mango head, and I, like, just died. Like, because, like, this was back when they would dub over, like, the bad words, and, like, rather than just, like, making it silent, they would just, like, dub it in. Yeah, like, I don't know what would be worse if it would be like, man, you mother, and then it just was like, they just, not even believe it, but they just take the word out, and then it would just be that sense, you're like, okay, I know what he says, but then they would be like, you mother father, and the guy's like... (laughs) (laughs) But, like, you know the reaction in real life, if I would be like... Matthew, if Matthew says, I'll be like, you mother father, you'd be like, what? But in the movie, like, they don't miss a beat because they just react to it. So they'd be like, you mother father. And they're like, oh, hell no, I'm going to shoot you. And you're like, wow, that's an overreaction to that statement. Just called him mother father. I don't know why he's busting caps. Jeez. This escalated quickly. That's real serious. Yeah. Anyways, but, I feel like we're slightly off topic. Here. A little bit, but I <laughs> we're still talking about horror and about TV horror. Movies, horror but, and but, but speaking of horror movies and everything, that of course what just came out today, or if you're listening to this tomorrow, yesterday, but uh, the first <laughs> Purge uh, came out. Now, this is actually the first movie of the Purge series that I've seen. Uh, I'm interested in seeing the other ones now, but I'm wondering if it's. I don't know if it's going to take away from when other people saw the. From the first one, and then now seeing this one. So I do want to, of course, you've seen at least two of them, right? Mm-hmm. And then you've seen all of them. Yes. Uh, so I'm, I'm actually very curious about this. And then also I want to touch base towards the end of the episode. I'm really curious about how does everyone feel about actually this series of The Purge. So uh, that they're going to be bringing to, I think, USA. They should advertise uh, at the, I don't know if they're going to do that in the, when it was released in theaters. But when we saw the preview, they kind of gave you a little glimpse of it the coming to the TV show. Um, so yeah, so what does everyone, what does everyone think? Like, are we, are we doing the spoilers or spoiler free? Uh, we could, no, I always do spoilers. I'll just say, yeah, if you haven't seen the first purge and you plan on seeing it, go ahead and shut off your, uh, computers and internet and devices and stop listening, TV, stop listening basically. So without further ado, spoilers, 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 and spoilers. So yes. And everybody dies. Kind of. Actually, I was like, <laughs> no! actually, I'm going to rewind that. Actually, most people die. <laughs> most people die, but a lot of the main people in that movie survived. And I was actually, oh, that was a twist. I was you know, like, what? I feel like that's kind of how it is in the reg- in the rest of the Purge movies is like One the or main, two people of the, the main, main characters, like the real main characters typically live like they I appreciate that about this series because it's not like. They they the live yeah it's not like they trope. live like oh you know and the good guy survives no it's like they usually have to go through some serious fucking shit like by the end of this they are wiped there yeah yeah <laughs> they're gonna be pretty much emotionally fucked for the rest of their lives <laughs> so of course if you've never seen the purge of course this is obviously the first one um, they basically are they're doing an experiment which I thought was kind of cool how they sat there and they were trying to basically showing. If given the option to commit crimes and do everything heinous and stuff like that, most people won't do it because they're feeling they're probably being watched. So they're just going to do... And that was actually, I thought, was kind of really cool when they're, like, doing purge parties, like, people having that huge block party of just, like, having fun and stuff. You're like, okay, this kind of is kind of interesting. But then it's, like, then it starts escalating from there because it's, like, really, there was only one psychopath that killed somebody so far. 
Well, honestly, the way I kind of viewed it is like it's not necessarily like it's partially I feel like partially the the reason why like people didn't really go around like murdering people is number one, like whenever you take away the rules, like it kind of takes the fun out of it. And so I feel like if you're like, oh, well, you can murder people now, then people are just kind of like, eh, it's not really that big of a deal anymore, Number on the one hand. And then on the other hand, it also could just be like, even though there's not like law, like government laws in place, sitting you'll go to jail if you murder someone, at the same time, you still have like the moral sense of right and wrong, where you're like, even though I could murder someone, I don't really see what the point of it would be. So you kind of still have like that moral compass in your head. They uh, they did they did really address this oh part of this when when this you know researcher who was like proposing this thing and then later her her research proposal got hijacked by the government by by the new founding fathers like she she zeroes in on the fact that like everyone's wearing masks yeah and it's weird because like af- after the purge like these are your neighbors yeah you're still, you're still have to look your neighbors in the eye. Yeah, so they have they still have like that moral compass in their heads, and whenever they are committing crimes, they're like concealing their identity because it's like, even though it's still like by law it's acceptable, like by their moral compass, it's still they're still having trouble justifying it, so they well, want to hide it's, who they it's, are. It's kind of like I mean, you know a metaphor like a for like and, and well, and that's like that's like even like a kind of theme like if you look at like racists now like look at the kkk like they cover like up until recently recent political presidents you know they wear hoods they wear masks they they cover their faces they don't want to be identified because at the end of the day they're still a part of a community you know even if they want to be assholes they still know that they have to make a living they have to you know that's why the internet has helped racism grow so much because oh the internet oh, uh, yeah it's like I feel like yeah, with like the internet and with like just uh, like internet trolls and stuff like that. Like it, since anonymity is such a huge thing, and you don't have to reveal who you are, then it gives you this freedom because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I can say whatever I want. Same thing with a mask, or like, oh, I can do whatever I want as long as nobody knows who I am. Exactly. Sort of thing. Yeah, you know, it's still gonna be awkward. You know, it's still going to be awkward, though, when you wear the mask, you steal all your neighbor's shit, and they come over the next day, and they're like, wait a minute. And you're like, wasn't me. <laughs> That's, That's my that TV. Is, that is definitely my couch. <laughs> what are you talking about? They're like, no, no, I bought this on sale. I bought this Yesterday. on sale. Yesterday. Yesterday. <laughs> yeah, no, I just... What I, time? I, I really enjoyed how they did this movie, and I enjoyed that, you know, it became, like, the Purge series has just become, like, this, this you know this political movie and it, it just talks about politics nowadays. And it's like, it, it kind of went from, you know, like the first purge of like just talking about it a little bit and then being like more of like a straight, you know, uh, tension based sort of horror film into like a franchise that like really embraces like what it's all about, like the political commentary. And it, and it's interesting because like I saw this, like this comment on Twitter and they're like, you know, the pur- like the purge is one of those series that's going to be like taught in like film school because it started out literally as like white folk hiding out in their rich house and now has become this like you know movie that like is like commentary on the political movements that are going on right now in society and <clears throat> showing them in a light that like is you know it's it's you know, theatrical, but at the same time, it makes this like 
commentary accessible to people. Yeah. Well, I feel like, because in the first movie, they do touch on it where it's like, because the whole basis is like this homeless man is like out on the streets and he's like trying to get off the streets because they're the ones who are the most vulnerable. But in the first movie, they allude to it. In this third movie, they actually show it and they show you what happens to those people. And so it just makes it a lot more real and a lot more like visceral. And you're like, oh, shit. Well, and then when they drop the bomb in this movie, I mean, bomb, not really a bomb, but when they drop it, that it's this is not about letting people release their anger. Like, it's really about, hey, we want we don't want to support the the lower classes anymore. Yeah, we want to kill them. Like, we want to get rid of them. We it's. And then when they find out that the lower classes aren't going to do it themselves, they use the purge as their means to do it legally. Yeah. And I found that to be really interesting about this movie because, like, you know, if you've seen the other ones, all the kills in the other ones are so theatrical and everybody's wearing masks and, you know, they're wearing glow sticks and all this, like, you know, it's all jazzed up. It's all a production. Everybody's kills are these just massive, over-the-top things. But in this, it was like, this was real. Like, this felt they're, real. They're pretty They're pretty understated, right? I mean, there's, like, scenes of people, like, getting shot in the head. Like, probably, like, six people get shot in the head on screen mm-hmm. in the movie. But it's never close. It's never, like, shot in a way that gives you that, that like, really punch impact of, like, some, something like that. Like, how they did in Upgrade when someone got their head blown off. You were like, whoa! Yeah. They, they did the opposite of this because everything's, like, you know captured from like a you know interstitial footage of like a like a drone camera or or something like that and it's all you know given that like sense of like it's fuzzy it's far away it's it's it, the the graphicness is sort of downplayed and it, you have this like sort of voyeuristic feel for all these kills of like watching them through like filtered through a screen like through a recording device mm-hmm yeah, no, it, it's it was very interesting to me just because it's like you get to see like all the the stuff and really it's like when they escalate everything where they start hiring in these mercenaries to come in and try to kill off the population to kind of quote unquote make this experiment be like oh if people are able to do what they want you know this is going to work this is going to help America be you know great and all this kind of shit and some of that it was just kind of interesting to show that like really in the whole thing there was one guy who got murdered. From, like, basically this guy who you clearly see in the beginning of the movie is, you know, Skeletor. He's fucking unstable. Like, you're like, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's going to fuck some shit up. Cause he's yeah, and unstable. they literally released him to go out and kill people. And, yeah, and to do that. But it's like, but he only was like, oh, I murdered this person, murdered that person, yada, yada, yada. And then you're like, but it's not the big... That's why I love how, like, their numbers and things are like, well, yeah, there's been a few murders, but it's not hitting where we need to be so we're not going to go ahead and do that but you're like but people die but it's what like it was so weird like just how their number system was it was like well the, the, yeah theft and this has gone up but murders are low so it's okay like we won't need to do the purge thing and you're like but people just died like it was like so weird like how like the government kind of just sees us as numbers yeah like basically kind of just showed us yeah, yeah exactly and- there's like this illuminati level conspiracy theory going on and I thought it was also really interesting that, like, whenever the the one chick is tracing back, like, where the those cars came from, 
Like, they were already on the island, and they were already just sitting there waiting just in case shit went wrong. I don't so think it wasn't could... in case shit went wrong. I think they were going to do it anyway. Like, yeah, well, I, mean, I like, think the not government... Not in case things got, went wrong, but I think that they were planning for... They were planning for people not to kill, like, yeah. the numbers that they want. Because they were like, we're going to just go to this, you know, apartment complex, and we're going to kill every floor. Every yeah. floor is going to die. Yeah, <laughs> and, like, that's what kind of, like... It's kind of like one of those things where you kind of go, oh, shit, because it's like they wanted this to happen so badly that they literally, like, they basically took the money that they were going to pay people to go out and kill. And or we're just like, you know what, this money that we've set aside for those people that we're going to supposedly stayed on get the to, island. to stay on the island, we're going to give to you so you can go out and kill them. That way we don't have to pay them. We can just pay you with that money. Yeah, which so. is an interesting notion of like you are willing to pay mercenaries, but you don't want to so you don't want to pay for the lower class. Yeah, yeah, mm. it's so yeah, it's so weird and stuff like that. But yeah, I thought it's it like was priorities. It was very interesting. Well done. I like the whole thing where it's like, oh, you can stay on the island, you get you know you know you know five thousand bucks, or if you decide to participate you'll get more money. So already right there, you're like, well, it has the Grand Theft Auto aspect to it. It's like, if I just start fucking shit up, I get money for it. So it's like, there's like an enticive to it. But yeah, it was just, it's a very interesting like movie because it's like, and it's uh, like, they're basically encouraging them to kill other people. And they're like, the more people you kill, the more you get paid. Yeah. Yeah. But still nobody wanted to do that. Yeah. Even the crazy old ladies, they just wanted to blow shit up. They didn't really necessarily right. want to kill somebody. I mean, they're going to if you came along they would, but they were not going to go seek you out and like shoot you or something yeah, like yeah, yeah. But and did you notice the the little like the little jab at Trump there with the guy when she when the girl's running and she gets like caught by the guy who's in the the manhole like in the sewer and she he grabs her like pussy and he, she's like you pussy grabbing motherfucker yeah, yeah. like <laughs> I was like wow that's a little bit of a yeah, dir- shot at Trump direct shot across the bow well uh, everyone's doing those things now though but yeah it works out though because it's like how they said like because I guess they said what the this purge what t- uh, happened in what two thousand and eight they said or something like that no it's the housing crisis was 2008, and then the next one was... This is supposed to be, theoretically, like, after Trump's presidency. Okay. So this is supposed to be, like, the election... Like, I'm assuming, like, 2020, because, like, it's supposed to be sort of, like, post-Trump. Okay. Yeah. Because, like, they're saying, like, they were saying, like, you know, both parties have, like, failed, and this, that, and the other, and the new founding fathers, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. found... like, And that's, like, that's the scary part of this movie, is, like... That's something that could, like, you could visually, like, imagine... Like, you can literally imagine this happening in our country. Mm. Like... Well, yeah, because both the Republicans and the Democrats suck. It really, really played on on my fears. Like, it just, like, made me feel angry when when certain things were happening. I'm like, how can they do that? That's so wrong! Yeah. It's like, yeah, it it, it got to me. There are a lot of parts that got under my skin. It speaks loudly of, like, you know, the fear-mongering that we have in society now. Like, because, like... You know, and it's it's a kind of, it's a direct commentary on that. Like, we have this society right now where if you go watch Fox News, everything is about fear. We're all going to die. We're all going to blow up. You know, North Korea, Iran, like, all of these places, they're going to just all blow us up. We're done. You know, but, like, that's how this shit happens is if you keep building fear in people. Like, and so it, it was just really, this movie was really one of those movies where I feel like it was less horror and more like 
what if? <laughs> yeah, like horror in the sense of like that horrific things happen. Yeah, it just like gets under your skin and you start to think about, you know, you know, these things actually happening. It's all, you know, really similar to like the the sort of like home invasion sort of subgenre of horror like cuz it scares you cuz these are things that could well, well, which is how the purge started. Mm-hmm. I mean, the purge really, like the the original purge, not the first purge. Yeah, the chronologically second the first purge, the purge, the, the first the, the first released purge <laughs> is very much a home invasion movie. Yeah, and because it takes place during the purge, but it's like this guy and he's in his house and he's like he sells security systems for the purge, mm-hmm. and so like it it very like this whole concept started out small with like a home invasion during this event which is part of the reason why i liked the first movie is because it's like it really like it played on your insecurity and like honestly like whenever i first walked out of like that movie like i got was like super paranoid driving home like oh shit like what if somebody just decided to just like you know swerve their car over to my lane and just cause everybody to die like you just have all these like i for some reason i just have like all these super paranoid thoughts that like it really like that was the weirdest thing though is like that the first purge movie like pretty much just altered my perception of humanity just a bit but just enough to make it kind of <laughs> skewed to where i'm like like it um it really does seem like something that could viably happen in our culture and I feel like it's just that feeling has just kind of gotten yeah. stronger over the years, especially like in the past couple of years. I feel like election night, purge election night really did that. Like that one, because that's the one where they really started to bring in the political conspiracy about the purge. Like, like the first two movies, it's like just kind of they known. touch on it. Yeah, it's very lightly touched on. It's not. It's you know that there's like class, like there's differences in class yeah, and yeah. that but kind of thing. Building up different parts of the world. In but in election night, it's where you actually see that the government, how much of the purge the government wants to control because like the premise is like you've seen the third one, right? No, or no? no. Okay, so the third one is basically there's a. She's a Senate, senatorial candidate, Senate candidate. Yes, yeah, uh, sen- yeah, senator that's causing problems for them that they're trying to eliminate. She's trying to get the purge shut down. Yeah, yeah. And so if she gets voted in, it's bad news bears for the new founding fathers. And so basically they're trying to use the purge to kill her mm. because that's the legal way to do it. Yeah. And so, so that's when, like, the third one is when it started really getting, like, government conspiracy and that's when I really started liking the series more. Like, Purge Anarchy was okay. It wasn't, like, it's not bad. Each movie, I feel like, does get better. Because as they build more into this world, the more, like, you know what's going on. And the more it's like, oh, shit. It's yeah, not yeah. just, again, it's not like the first two where it's just everything's theatrical. And it's kind of like how Saw felt. Like, you know, like, cool ways to kill people. And, you know, in a new situation. But, like, the more that they've built into the yeah. government aspect of it, the more it's just a really fucking cool series. And I'm excited to see what they're going to do with the show. Like, what the time period of the show is. Like, is it going to be between The First Purge and, you know, The Purge? Yeah. And, like, to how that built up and how the New Founding Fathers got it to be a countrywide thing, like a nationwide yeah, thing. Yeah. and. You know, I, I'd be curious is because it's only going to be ten episodes. It's not going to be like an ongoing series. They're just doing like a mini series with it. Mm. 
Well, it will be interesting. I was actually surprised it was a USA that picked it up and not uh, FX. Universal owns, or Universal's distributing. Oh, okay. For Blumhouse for this, so they own U- they own USA. Oh, okay, that makes sense. So that that's probably why. Because like a Blumhouse tilt goes through Neon, right, or something like that. Well, yeah, Neon's a production company. They're not. They don't. Do they have any? Dis- Distribution. I don't know because, like, I know, I know, I, think they did. I know that we work with, you know, we work with a couple PR companies, and one handles most of Blumhouse's stuff, but then another one handles the Blumhouse, t- the Blumhouse tilt, and that's because it's like associated with Neon and that distribution company. I think Neon does distribute because they do all the those uh, movies for Alamo Drafthouse oh, and that's, stuff. That's true. So, who knows? A good movie. Yeah, no, it was a fun movie, but um, I figure we'll probably go around the room, get everyone's uh, five out of five rating of what they liked about the movie, and then if there's anything you didn't like. But before we do that, we'll give you actually the scores of what uh, IMDb and uh, uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it. So uh, this one got, and of course, I of most of the ratings ever, I never base them off ratings anymore because I just like I want to see that I go see it, but. IMDb gave it a 5.5 out of 10. Well, it's still new, too. It hasn't probably, you know, it, it officially released today. Yeah, officially released so today. So, yeah, I'm just going off. You have a lot of room. haters already. Yeah, yeah. So and then uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it 47%, but the audience uh, gave it a 51%. So. What? Oh, like, ooh. Well, it's probably got a lot of hate because it's the fourth. It's a, it's a fourth movie, but... As far as fourth movies go, it's well above the average for a fourth movie. And it's really watchable. Like, it's a really watchable movie. Like, yeah. I was not ever bored. Like, I did not for one minute of that movie feel like, hey, this could, like, you know, this needs to, like, hurry it up. Like, this needs to move on. Like, yeah. we're done. Yeah, I really thought the pacing was really good. And even though when it, like, finally ended, like, even I looked at my watch was like, oh, wow, that... Didn't seem it was like, short. It was it, a short movie. It was it, only like an hour and a half. Yeah, it didn't seem like it was that long, and it wasn't like they dragged out anything. Like they kept the pacing very well with the movie, where it gave you oh shit moments, and then also like basically like we need to get home, like <laughs> yeah, and lock our fucking doors, kind of thing, and stuff like that. So like, even when it had that like heroic turn moment, where like the 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 drug dealer, the main character, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the drug dealer like goes from just being you know an asshole to being the one who's saving everybody, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but again, like it didn't really feel forced. Yeah, that so no, because like, it, it was sense. like like even as a drug dealer, that's like yeah, it's like, it was just like a natural like, progression in the movie. Like yeah. it made sense because like he even said to her like you know like this is like my neighborhood, and she's like oh the one you're killed like she like was like basically saying like you're killing your neighborhood, but like yeah. he never once did not see it as not his neighborhood. Like it was still his place to protect. Yeah, and so like I think him seeing finally like oh, shit, like, they're going to, like, they're not going to discriminate. They're going to come after me, too. Like, you know, even though I'm not, you know, out there shooting, they're still going to come after me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that whole that whole transition from, you know, indifference to concern, like, that didn't drag. It felt natural. It was snappy. It worked. Yeah, they, they built it up early on, I think, a little bit, like, when he was talking to, like, the three wise men. Yeah, yeah. So, like, it showed that, like, he does care. He's just kind of an asshole. Like... <laughs> You know, like, he's just, his priorities are not quite right, but he's got a good heart kind of thing. Gangster with a heart of gold? That ain't true, because he sold it. 
Well, and he kind of he kind of <laughs> did shoot someone in the head, but you know, well, I feel like that one was kind of deserved, that guy. Though. That guy did deserve it. I mean, he like was like, "Hey, I'm going to go send these two hookers to kill you." Yeah. <laughs> so it didn't. Yeah, that well. one wasn't. That was kind of like a provoked killing. I feel like. Yeah. So uh, five out of five ratings. Uh, I'm trying to think what's. A good I wasn't win. sure if you wanted to do. I figured either needles, masks, or contacts. Okay, you had those three. I had exploding babies. Oh yeah, exploding babies <laughs> um, is good. I don't know if any of you guys have any rating system you'd like to use from this movie. I was thinking uh, government surveillance drones. Drones. Ooh. Okay, drones. Yeah, I like government surveillance drones. I'm gonna go with drones. All right. All right. So. Out of five out of five drones, uh, we'll start this way and go around the oh, room. Oh, no, Stubbs can go first. Okay, so Stubbs will go first then. All right, I'll, uh, I mean, I I do really enjoy the Purge series and anything Blumhouse produces, I'm very excited to see. And I like this movie a lot, but it, I didn't 100% you know, love it. I didn't go crazy over it, so it's like three and a half out of five government okay, okay. drones. It's not bad. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree. I, I'm going to... My my letterboxed score after I saw the movie was three and a half. So three and a half surveillance drones. It's not a bad movie. There's nothing inherently wrong with it. But it's just, I don't, you know, I have other movies that I've seen that are like fours and fives. And I'm yeah. like, this is not quite there. Like, it's it's a good movie. It's worth seeing. It's worth owning. It's worth watching again. But it's just not like, it's just not a four or a five for me. It's a three and a half solid. Well, yeah, I mean. Three and a half out of five for a, a fourth movie in a franchise. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to go three and a half out of five as well. I'll probably do three just because this is the only one I've seen because I did want to ask everyone's opinion of the other. How would you, well, you guys have seen them all. How would you guys rank the Purge series? Uh, which ones do you think is top? Well, I would say, yeah, from pretty much one to four. I honestly believe that they progressively get better. I feel like the first one is the weakest one. The second one was pretty good, but still kind of weak. The third one is, for me, when it started, like, the story is when that, that's when the story got good. Okay. Like, I really, and this one was the, this one is definitely the best of the series, like, I think. Oh, yeah, uh, well, between, between three and four, I think, are my, my, definitely my favorites of the series. Uh, one was good for different reasons than the rest of the series was like it was it was that little kernel that started the whole thing so i, I kind of like it for what it is it's a little bit different than all the other ones but yeah three and four are my favorites and you've only seen three i've seen four. one two and four okay. i have not seen three oh, um, you need to see three but yeah i would say honestly i'd probably rank it one four two from what i've seen at this point just because again like you said like one is completely different from the other two that I've seen, and I feel like it had, like, because it had kind of a different way of presenting the movie and of, like, the the way that it progressed, like, yes, some parts were predictable, but at the same time, the idea and just, like, the, the independence of, like, that movie and, like, how it kind of, like, started this franchise and how it, like, kind of put that idea in some in people's heads and like for months afterwards people would talk about like what would happen if the purge was real and it just kind of it really just like started this whole like uh like boulder effect or like this uh snowball snowball effect thank you think of the fucking word it started a (laughs) snowball effect and so i feel like just with that one movie like it started so much out of it that i think that's I feel to like, me, it still stands out the most. I feel like I dislike the first part, like the original Purge movie, 
because I'm not crazy about the actors in it. Like, it's like <laughs> Lena Headley, who's Cersei Lannister, and this was before I even was really big into Game of Thrones or anything like that, so, and I probably didn't even know, like, notice that it was her. I just don't typic- typically like her as an actress. Mm. I think she just has resting bitch face all the time, and it, like, <laughs> it, she always looks like she smells something bad. Like, she just always is, like, you know, just got that look. And then it's Ethan Hawke, and I... He's he's okay, but he's not like a great. I don't like him in horror. He's done a fair amount of horror, and I just don't dig it. Like I don't find him compelling as like the hero. Like I, I kind of just want him to get killed quickly and put him out of his misery because like yeah, yeah. I was gonna say with uh, Lena, whatever the hell her name is. I'm sorry, I can't remember her name. Um, but the. The female lead in the first movie, I kind of feel like her having resting bitch face actually worked in her favor, though, because she like she wasn't in that happy of a marriage. She had kind of like a like she was having kind of a rough time even before like the purge started. And so it was just kind of like like they were the family was kind of having a rough time anyways. And so I feel like it was just kind of like one of those things where it's like a trial by fire for their family, like whether it would like make or break their, you know, their family. So, yeah, I've always seen them. This one, so I'll <laughs> just rank uh, by default that one by default, and the other ones I'll throw darts at later when I finally get a chance. It's to see definitely, them. it's definitely a series worth watching. Like, I don't think again, like it's not the most incredible horror movie series ever, but it's definitely something that I feel like every horror fan should probably give a shot to. So, do you, do you feel? Because uh, I feel this way, like as a series. There's a lot of synergy, and it's stronger as a series than any one individual film. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> uh, get ready, uh, get ready August uh, 28th for our purge. Um, <laughs> what know. happens on August 28th? A purge, apparently. I don't know. Oh, all right. Um, cool. But yeah, no, so I definitely have to check out the other films in the series. Um, I mean, my only reference to The Purge was pretty much the Rick and Morty episode of The Purge, so (laughs) I don't think that's a really good based-off analogy. Um, Actually, it was pretty true to the movie. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So definitely check that out. But uh, before we go, and before we wrap up this episode, uh, Matthew and Sarah, uh, feel free to plug away anything that's coming up. Where can people find you? Get more of those likes. Yes, check us out on Instagram, Geeks Who Eat. Also, search for us anywhere you want to find us. If you search for Geeks Who Eat, you will find us on our website, on our Pinterest, on our Instagram, on on YouTube. We even have a Twitch stream. We don't actually Twitch stream. Yeah, we don't Twitch stream. (laughs) I don't even know what it actually is, so don't go there. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah. (laughs) Like... Don't just don't do it. We, yes, so, I know yeah. what Twitch is. I don't know what our Twitch stream like user info is. Oh. But on YouTube, it's actually two like the number geeks who eat. Yeah. But that's you know you could still if you search geeks who eat on YouTube, you'll find us. Yeah, just search geeks who eat, you will find us there. And our awesome Danny Trejo interview. Yes. <laughs> there you go. So definitely check them out. Give them a like. Give them a follow. Give them money. I don't know what else you guys need. Uh, Money would be great. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> uh, of course, you know where to find us. Uh, Facebook with BHorrorCast, at BHorrorCast on the Instagram and Twitter. And then also, if you want to drop us an email anytime, not another BHorrorCast, at Hotmail.com. At Gmail.com. G- well, you know what? No one's ever emailed us. So Maybe it's because they don't have the right address. No, they have the right address. <laughs> this is the first time I say Hotmail, but... Well, actually, no, we got one email. 
Yeah, and that's only so, because whatever. Yeah. Anyways, who cares? No <laughs> one likes us. Is it a cease us. and desist? <laughs> Fuck Actually, all the other podcasts no. who are more successful. You know. Uh, <laughs> What are we talking about? Anyway, so I think it's going to wrap up this episode. I want to thank you guys for coming out and coming out this late because I know we all have jobs tomorrow. Ugh. Fucking Thursdays. My job tomorrow is watching anime. Are you kidding me? I love my job. I want that job. Um, but yeah, that's going to wrap up this episode, Anna. Do you have anything else you would like to add before we close out? Nope. All right. Well, I'm Steve-O. And I'm Anna. And until next time. Carpe Noctum. Been another fine production on the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com.